Like I've never seen human centipede. I don't. But want enough to. people have talked about it. That to you've me seen it. That I've mentally, mentally you've made probably a worse plot <laughs> up in your mind than I what actually happens. I should probably watch it to relax a little. Yeah, from honestly, what I'm thinking. maybe it'd be a little bit of controlled. Um, whatever Kenny said, <laughs> controlled curiosity. Like yeah. I've never been in a controlled environment where I've been curious about that. Could not be less curious. Thanks for listening to Stay Rooted with your instant mom friends, Stephanie and Lauren. We're hosting the mom support group you'd never attend IRL. What are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the movies, the cinema of our youth and today. Absolutely. Do you go to the movies anymore, like physically? Very rarely. It has to be like a Little Mermaid coming back after, you know, 25 years or whatever to yeah. get me to the movies. It has to be a celebratory, like, yeah, it event. Yeah, monumental, yeah, historic. We don't just, there was for, for a while there in my life, I felt like we went and saw a new movie. I do think it's like a pretty fun experience. Like we've just entered two kids at the movies land. We mm-hmm. didn't venture it before this year. There was like COVID and then there was a younger kid. But now we have done it and it's actually been, we've done it twice and it's been like a fun day. And also it's kind of like a, hey, don't feel guilty about going outside today. Go sit inside, eat candy until your belly hurts and like forget what time of day it is because there's no light in here. Yeah. That's magic. And spend so much that you could buy a projector. That's movie. Or you could just put Taco Bell in your pocketbook like I do. Oh. I see people really leveling it up. People are bringing blankets these I days. I feel like it wouldn't be like even frowned upon for someone to bring in a whole outside pizza into a movie right now. They I brought a burrito like, bowl. I feel like they just like put a little hand over their eyes. They're like, oh no, yeah, they don't not see me. that. I have like a square backpack. Like, like <laughs> this woman has a carry-on yeah. rolling back and they're just like, oh no. Just get, here to see the new Barbie back. movie. Yeah, and the like 19-year-old like clipping the tickets is just like, I don't I'm they're they're not Go being paid it. enough to care. Like, that was Luke one day. He, did, he couldn't have cared less about what you brought in. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, like safely. Yeah, but of course. food wise, like put it all in your pocket. Yeah, whatever shape you want to be. I'm not going to question it. <laughs> and now like I do like the blanket move because the movie's chilly. If you're going to the movies not in comfy clothes, we're not the same. Even at home because home is my ideal movie setting. Yes. Movie in a park. Great, like on a blow-up projector. Love. Movie in the backyard. Love. If you have a little projector that maybe you bought from like Wish.com. Who knows? Or Amazon. Never heard of it. (laughs) And a blank wall. Yeah. Um, But movie in the house, just like... Comfy cozy. Comfy cozy. And you do. Even if if you're in your day clothes, you just pause and you say, all right, we're going to get this movie started. Yep. We watched the new Little Mermaid. What Uh, did you think? I fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) She loved it. I loved it. From what you saw the first five minutes, what what would you give it? Breathtaking Breathtaking. graphics. The introduction to that movie. Like (laughs) the budget. Yeah, the budget. It was. She's a, gonna was, watch. She's it gonna watch big. it. She has it for seventy-two I'm gonna watch hours it again. No, I bought it. Oh, you bought it. You have it. to buy it. So oh, that's, that's how right. they get you. If it you, almost got me, but it's gonna be on Disney Plus in a few weeks. But the thing but is, you didn't do the movie thing, so you can no. do this. And if you are like me, and your ideal setting is the living room, it's then cheaper. you know you just wait for it to come out yep. on whatever streaming network they decide it lives yep. on. 
and you just pay like the twenty nine ninety five plus taxes. Yep. To watch it because you have to. It's still cheaper than going to the movies and your kids now heard other kids have seen the movie. So and they're it, like the bottom banner just haunts you. Like yes. it just puts it there. Like Ariel just yeah, looking majestic. It. Yeah. It's so, really a direct attack. I mean, I'll definitely watch it. I was just very tired, but yeah. and <laughs> so this morning I got up early with Lennon. I'm getting off topic, but we'll get back. But Go she goes, and this is this is symbolic of my movie watching. So I'm like, hey, can we just like watch the beginning of the movie again while I'm like, you know, getting the living room settled? Yeah. You know, because I will fall asleep during a movie. Yep. Will you? If there's something about me, I can fall asleep during a movie. It can be the the movie I've been waiting to see. I fell asleep mid Jeopardy game with my <laughs> sister, her fiance, and my husband just two days ago. Yeah. So so <laughs> mid game. Like, can we just watch it like the beginning of it and yeah. like we'll pause it? You know, because Daddy's still asleep and she's like, "It's your problem that you <laughs> fell asleep during the movie." She's not wrong. She's not wrong at all. But. <laughs> But it was, but like I it was that. a like okay, I'm sorry, yeah. and that's why we have our comfort movies. That's why we have comfort movies. And so our first topic, yeah, of our movie episode yeah. is what is the comfort movie for I, you? And when like, I was thinking about comfort movies, one thing that I immediately went to because of when we were when we've been alive was like Blockbuster mm-hmm. and or like whatever your local like video rental place was. Yes. Going there with your family in like your pajamas Friday <laughs> night or something. Everybody got to pick a candy. You all had to agree on a movie. And like, I feel like that was part of the thing that made like the movie so exciting. Yeah. You know? And absolutely. A, a little bit of a quick hot take on that is like, I love streaming. Like, don't get me wrong. But there is a little bit to be left desired when you don't get that buildup of the beginning Mm -hmm. like the previews and stuff that you would get when you rented a movie or a VHS or even a DVD like it was kind of exciting yeah absolutely so I kind of missed that but I was thinking about some comfort movies that stuck out to me from like general in life and I have a ton of them that we'll get to later but the ones that immediately stood out to me was of course Harry Potter yeah we've talked about this um I was a big, like, read the trendy book and then get obsessed with the movies, fall in love with the vampire. So I was into the Twilight game and I was into the Hunger Games. Like, I did all of those things. You just took on, like, full series of movies as your comfort movies. You were just yeah. like, I'm going to watch all the series and I was escaping my reality <laughs> <laughs> via book and then via the vehicle of a movie. Wow. Um and then a few other I wrote down. These are more random, but that's that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> um, do you remember What a Girl Wants with Amanda Bynes? Of course I do. So that, for some reason, was one of those movies as a kid that I watched a lot. I had a crush on the boy that like sang in it to okay. Amanda Bynes, Oliver James. Me and my friend used to watch that. <laughs> like nothing. We used to watch it. In- <laughs> he just whipped out his name. <laughs> I know. I'm like, not that I really remember the movie but he had this one song that I still (laughs) listen to every Friday night Um, Blue Crush was another one that we watched very often it was like a 2000 surfer surfer. yes they were in Hawaii they were very cool they were very cool and I was like in my mind I wanted to be them and one more that popped into my mind um, for this little section was Into the Wild Um, oh 
yeah, that's, that was a good book. That's always been a very comforting, like, it's very comforting, relaxing. Comforting, huh? Yeah, I like kind of, darkness to me has always <laughs> been very comforting. Like, I like the quietness, the darkness of, even the cinema, like the cinematography being dark. I'm okay. so glad I got that word out. Yeah. And it just has a really good soundtrack. Like, it's all, um, it's just all Eddie Vedder. It's really good. And that movie just makes me feel very chill and like at ease. And I really like an escape. That's what makes me feel comforted. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's so, fair. Yeah. The first comfort movie I could think of, like when I was younger, and I'm trying to think of like VHSs, but yeah. it was. It was Rugrats in Paris because it Ugh. had the it had the orange VHS. I was gonna say I knew it was one of those colored ones. <laughs> and I remember when I'd put away my VHSs, like the you colored knew. ones were like different. Blue Monsters Inc. Yeah. Love. That's and that's like probably the very end of VHSs. Yeah. They made them they, like, they made Please. the plastic colored and then they were like, We need to get on to yeah. DVDs. Yeah. Enough is enough. It's so sad because it was very fun. And they were so durable. Like you weren't gonna scratch them and ruin them with your fingers. You yeah. Know? So another one as I get a little older was probably like I feel like I came to this point where I really, really liked Disney original movies. Yes, the DCOMs. Yeah, which I'm like, oh, like our kids don't really have TV movies. Yeah. You know, because yeah. that was one thing that I said for like, which we'll get to that. But yeah. like with your family, like there's something about a TV movie. A hundred percent. We'll circle back to that. Yeah, there's for a lot me, of like, things like that. Like Brink. Yes. Smart House. Oh, Smart House. We Xenon. just recently, we've watched all of these because now the fun thing is we can watch them with Lennon and Nora yeah. and they appreciate them. Like they think they're very cool. But I think the reason they were my comfort movies is because like, so Xenon would come out and then it'd play like every <laughs> night at 8.30 yeah. and I'd like need Xenon. Yeah, on. of course. <laughs> and that was like our version of streaming. Like we just knew what time of day we had to be there or if we were ever so lucky that our parents would record them on <laughs> To a VHS, you know, that yeah. was a whole thing too. Yes, recording it. I yeah. know that I had most, and then you could kind of buy recorded yes. ones. So I know I had most of the Disney originals, but they were definitely, they stuck out for me a lot. And then yeah. when Alice in Wonderland came out. That's on my list as which well. Which is very dark also. And the, the soundtrack in that is very like, ooh, ooh, yeah. The, you're talking about like the live action. Yes, I'm talking Johnny Depp. The Mad Hatter. I have a lot of Johnny Depp in here. <laughs> What's the difference between the Raven and the Writing Desk? I'm telling you, I <laughs> isn't that what it is? Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, mustard. Don't <laughs> let's not be silly. Like Alice in Wonderland was a big part of my personality for a while, so I very much relate to that comfort movie. Yeah, and then as you know, Fight Club. We knew and it was that coming. is dark. That is so. See, there is something about that that it's almost like calm. If it's, I don't like scary. Yeah, but I like like a little like ooh, like a little weird. You yes. know, a little dark, a little creepy, but not like scary, scary. Yeah, and I do think it has to do with like music. Yeah, and the lighting, and yeah, like you said, it's just got a vibe. Yeah, that really chills you out. I very much agree with all of that. So with my kids. Yes. Their comfort movies tend to be the opposite vibe. Bright, light, fun. Neon. 
Poppy. <laughs> what are your? I kind of know what your kids gravitate towards. But. Yes. So obviously we could list off most of like everything on Disney Plus, but I was trying to be like a condensed version yeah. of that. So I thought of my kids' first favorite movies, which would be Moana and Toy Story, and I feel like those movies very much encapsulate each of them. So they're very comforting to me and. The added layer to Toy Story is that we grew up on Toy Story and now our kids are getting Toy Story. So that's that's very, very like sentimental to me. I'd say like the newest Disney movie that's become very sentimental to me to watch with them that I feel a lot from would probably be Encanto. Of course. It's just like it I truly enjoy watching it just as much as the kids do. And I'm truly not even over it yet. Like that I'm still soundtrack? not talking about Bruno. That soundtrack though. Yeah. I'll play that soundtrack in the car. Yes. Absolutely. hundred percent. Like that's like my least like worry of kids' choice music in the car if they want to listen to Encanto. I probably want to listen to it more than Nora to be honest. <laughs> You know, like, it's like gonna, I am Louisa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we're going to put on surface pressure and I don't care. Like, I don't care. What you and have to I'm going to sing the big part. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent. The little part. And I'll feel every word. And Absolutely. then like we were just saying, so those were like the first comfort movies to watch with the kids. But the development of that specifically with Nora has moved on to those big kid Disney movies that are yeah. nostalgic for us. So it's, as I've said, Freaky Friday. Parent Trap, Lizzie McGuire movie, and all of the decoms like that. Yeah. The fact that we can relive part of our childhood <laughs> with them, it's just so satisfying. It feels so good. Except every once in a while, you hear like a really like off color, problematic, like, problematic and you're like, okay, joke from the 90s. This will be like, the one and only time <laughs> we bid thee farewell. <laughs> like, I'm not, if she asks a question, I'm not answering. Yeah, it. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, for my kids, it's definitely Alaska's Finding Nemo. Yes. And or Finding Dory. Mm -hmm. And as you know, me and the American Pediatric Association agree that that's the same as watching a fish tank. You both recommend it vigorously. Everybody says it's not screen time. That's what I've heard. And then uh, for Lennon, it was Moana. I was Moana land. I had her. a feeling they were born at the at the dawn of Moana. They were <laughs> they were Moana for their first year of their They're lives. Voyagers. They are voyagers. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I love that soundtrack. It's so good. And you know what's weird about Nemo is Nemo doesn't have a soundtrack. There are movies out there like like Inside Out, which is a newer one, but ones that like you love, and then you sit back and you think you're like not one song, not a single, not a single song. And I'm like, I guess we're real heavy on the storyline here. <laughs> well, Mr. Rice sings the songs, but yeah. like there is like teacher songs. So. Yes. Yeah. But then, of course, I saw the like musical production that they do at Disney. At that was like the Animal Kingdom. We were all in awe at the Animal Kingdom. That Stingray. And we play that song. We play those songs all the time. Yeah. Now. And um. My one-year-old reacts because she saw it. She loved it. I'm sure she remembers every moment of it. It was a core it. memory. And if anybody tries to tell us otherwise, we don't care. The <laughs> money's been spent. And then when it comes to comfort movies with your parents. Yeah. Um, I said anything National Lampoon. Okay, yeah. Christmas Vacation, yep. Vegas Vacation. And then, like I said, like I remember my dad... And I still think he does it because I still think he balls out on the cable. Good for him. Because <laughs> he has so many recorded He's like, things. I have to have cable. I need to be what able to see 60 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Whatever, Dad. What about the local on the eights? But, um, but yeah, so I he likes a TV movie. Yeah. So I just remember watching like FX movies. Remember, yeah. it take like four hours to watch like because the Green Miles. And then you're like, I don't know if I should be watching the Green Mile. I'm that, 10. But that was the way it went. And it's funny that like the thing with your parents' movies that you find comfort in is like you may have probably never liked these movies on your own, but there's such a nostalgia attached to them because you watched them so much growing up with your family. Yeah. And that definitely does it for National Lampoons. Yes. A hundred percent. How about uh, for you? So for me, um, so... Top Gun was a big one. My dad is a pilot, so we grew up on Top Gun, A Few Good Men. We grew up on all of those kinds of, like, you know, military-esque movies. And I now find, like, movies about the military and war very comforting because I grew up on them. It's I like cozy, comfy I enjoy I'm like, ooh. Um, And... Also, I think a lot of these movies, um, we were a big camping family growing up, so we had the DVDs that we'd bring with us. So those yeah. were the movies we watched a lot. So Along Came Polly, Meet the Parents. Oh, yeah, Meet the Parents. That's I a big one. one. That's yeah. a good one. Um, then from my mom, I'd say Grease and Dirty Dancing were very, were very much a mom you know, thing for me. Um, Jurassic Park. Men in Black, and then I'd say just like certain Disney movies that we watched frequently, like Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, Aladdin, which will probably be Nora and Lennon's, you know, Moana when they grow up. It will just be the movie that they yeah, grew up like, on. Yeah, you're like, I watched this with my parents, but yeah. actually they put it on for you. They put it on for me. I grew to love it by nature, <laughs> and now it's my favorite movie ever. I don't think I don't think they had um, cell phones to look at, but they were no. doing some. They were just staring at the wallpaper. Yeah, they're like, that's why the wallpaper was so busy in the nineties. <laughs> you figured it out, so our parents could disassociate while we watched The Lion King. You figured for, while it I out. watched Regret, Regrets in Paris for the sixteenth time. And why not? It was orange. Yes, and. We, you list you listed all the movie topic. I mean, not topics like genres yeah, for us, yeah. So that we could kind of discuss our favorites yep. from those genres. And I thought it was so funny because you left a genre out. Was it scary movies? It was horror because we just don't like them. But it's funny because me, I just don't like them. Yeah, I don't need to feel that. No, no, but I feel in, that currently. <laughs> I'm it's horrified. My I'm horrified. <laughs> Right now, I don't need, I don't need anything of that. I'm always feeling I can't it. even watch the commercials, Laura, and I did not even write it. And I like was looking them up, and I saw horror. I was like, next. But you know what my husband said? He said that like horror to him is like controlled curiosity. Like, oh my god! He said it's How like sure? he said it's like the entertainment version of like you know when you drive back like past a car accident or like a cop. You don't want like. It could be a bad scene. Yeah, but you're going to look. But you're looking a little bit. Yeah. You want to know what happened. Yeah. So he said that horror to him is like controlled curiosity. And I was like, well, that makes so much sense because I have no desire. No, I'm not I'm curious. I'm not curious. I'm yeah. not, I couldn't be less curious. And like like you said, I'm so horrified I believe you. at baseline and so many things like creep into my I head. I see the commercial and I feel like something crawl over my shoulders. Like it's very unsettling for me. I do not enjoy it. Yeah, at all. And there are a couple of horror movies that I've accidentally watched. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. It was right? incidental. Yeah, it's it was high school. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, so I just thought it was funny because I was like looking at the list and I'm like, there's definitely like something that she was missing. And I was like, it's horror. We, I know us well enough. She knew. We, I was like, and I even like <laughs> mentally when you started saying like, you know, when I said like, oh, let's talk about movies. And you yeah. were like, yeah, we can do genres. I was like, I've really got to work on horror because I only think I've seen like five horror movies in the I rest. I was like, work on nothing. Like I've never seen Human Centipede. I don't but want enough to. people have talked about it that to me. That you've seen it. That I've mentally. Mentally you've made probably a worse plot <laughs> up in your mind than I what actually happens. I should probably watch it to relax a little yeah, from honestly, what I'm thinking. Yeah, honestly, maybe it'd be a little bit of controlled, um, whatever Kenny said. <laughs> controlled curiosity. Like yeah. I've never been in a controlled environment where I've been curious about that. Could not be less curious. But yeah, so it's that just made me laugh. Yeah, you know what? I was being honest, and I was like, I'm not going to do that to us. What I'm going to list the scary movie one, because that was even a little creepy to me. <laughs> but if we want to start with thriller, yeah. the most, like, the best um, scary movie thriller I've ever seen is yes. The Orphan. Have you ever seen that? I haven't, because when I watched the previews, it looked too scary to me. I accidentally, it was an incidental yeah, watch. Yeah, it was, I oops. think my dad was probably watching <laughs> yeah. it on the family TV, and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> and I was probably, like, old, but actually, I didn't want to watch it at was, all. That was the little girl that was actually not little. She was old with weird Spoiler teeth. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen if The If you orphan. haven't seen it, and it's been 20 years, stop. Um, <laughs> actually, I guess, I guess I have seen that, but I repressed it, and you've just brought it back to the surface well, here. Well, I hate it. I hate it too. And um, I wish I never watched it, but it is a good thriller. Yeah, if if someone's looking to truly be thrilled and just forget what I just said. (laughs) Yeah. That was on my thriller list. Yeah, yeah. For me, for thrillers, um, I'm more of like a psychological thriller, you know, so I thought That's of... That's what else I have on my list. I thought of Shutter Island Shutter first. Island's at the top of my list. It's like very psychological, which I love. Yep. I actually think senior year I was in AP Psych, and I think we went to either... It was in the classroom where we went to go see it, and then we had to, like, discuss all the diagnoses, like, or I think I said that wrong, in the movie, and I thought that was interesting, but not too scary, in the same boat, I also thought of um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That's a good one. Uh, with Jack Nicholson. And um, he's always a little thrilling just at baseline, just yeah. by looking at him. Oh, absolutely. And I, I know some of these could be in multiple categories, but I also wrote down The Departed, which was a movie that I also very much like that Luke and I watch. And I find it comforting, even though it is thrilling. You know, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, I also like, I don't know if the Joker counts as a thriller. I think it does. But I think it's like an action thriller. Absolutely. Because that definitely has like a twist. And I'm not a big superhero movie person, but you know. That one's really fun though. Luke and I are very much into like the Joker, Batman realm. He, that's his superhero of choice. Yeah, I do like the cinematography. Even that show, what's the Gotham? Yes, Gotham. um, Kenny was watching it for a little while when it was on Netflix or whatever and um, I just feel like the visuals and like the set and the aesthetic and the It's very vibey. It's vibey. I love that too. For sure. So if we roll into action, like a a comfort movie for me only because it was my brother's comfort. Yeah. I think it's the only movies my brother watches. It's Fast him. and the Furious. There you go. I've seen like the original ones, but none of the newer ones, but I also enjoy those. I could be in in the movie. Yeah, you're Vin <laughs> Diesel. <laughs> so Yeah, it's very yeah. comforting. Yeah, I, I could be Toretto and 
you yeah, know, absolutely. A hundred percent. And when Paul the Walker died, was good, it, it was, was a big it deal. It was emotional. It was a big deal at my house. So, yeah. but yeah, and we went on the ride at Universal. Yes. Um, where they like, you're like on a tour, but they shake the tour thing violently. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And part of it was Fast and the Furious. So I got to live out being a part of the gang. And, you know, Tokyo Drift is definitely my favorite one. Okay. She's um, well versed. There is a really cool soundtrack that I think my brother listens they to all the time. They do have good soundtracks. Like oh, 100%. Really good soundtracks. Absolutely. And the things they do, you know, it's yeah. just incredible. And I feel as though for action, that's. That's, That's the what comes only to thing mind. that comes to mind for me in Triple X. Yeah. So Vin Diesel Vin equals Diesel action for you. to me. And my dad also, I feel like we watch those movies, so I enjoy those as well. What came to my mind for action, rolling off of the last one, was Luke and I did go to the movies to see the new Top Gun whenever that came out within the last year. Okay. And I... And it was very nostalgic because that was a movie I grew up on, the original. But the new one, I will say, was truly one of the best movies I've ever seen. It is extremely good, and it's very action-filled. either. I would honestly just suge- suggest watching the newer one for you. I think you would enjoy it. <laughs> um, like I think you have the attention span for one of them. Yeah, and I don't think it's the first one. Um, <laughs> Luke and I, over COVID, we binged all of the Marvel movies, and oh. I enjoy those. I enjoy Escape into a world so that was for me I was just gonna say Captain Marvel very uh, good yeah we watched for the first time on a Disney cruise oh so it just felt cool so now you love it extra because you saw it and like that's the thing that can make you love a movie the situation in which you see it yes and we even had like and then like Walt of course has like lattes that he prints like Thor's hammer on the top the one time I went on immediately I love Captain Marvel 100% I think we were on a Disney cruise we have been on a Disney cruise but I just remember on a cruise Ratatouille was playing on repeat and now I just absolutely adore it because adore of the situational. You adore him. I wrote down The Dark Knight which is in the same vein as The Joker for yeah. action. And when, I feel like that movie was hyped up. Yeah. Like everybody went to see that movie. Absolutely. Um, and one from when I was younger that for some reason I think the reason was definitely Jake Gyllenhaal. I used to watch <laughs> The Day After Tomorrow too much. That's too a much. Weird one. <laughs> well, I'm telling you the reason, and and that's what it was. I I thought he was everything. And as you know, <laughs> Fight Club like involves encapsulates all of those so genres. many genres. So so it's put in there. It there. Don't let her. She won't let you forget <laughs> that she loves Fight Club. <laughs> Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Drama is a hard genre for me because everything is drama. That's what was my problem. Anything that I put on here, I felt like could be other categories. So we just kind of had to choose a few. I put cruel intentions. I put cruel intentions (laughs) on a different category. So love. Yeah, I love that movie. It's It's so dramatic. dramatic. It's wicked dramatic. And it's a 90s movie. So it's extra dramatic, (laughs) you know. (laughs) They put it all out there. Yeah, I completely agree. I wrote Catch Me If You Can. Um... Love a young Leo movie. Okay. Um, The Illusionist, because again, I love escaping. I love something dark and creepy. That is a good one. thought it was dramatic. I put Into the Wild on this list. I guess I forgot. Um, (laughs) And I wrote down Snowden, which was a movie that I watched on an airplane and I was very into. And it was very dramatic. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that's where I land on the drama. I love that. I put um, the sad Seth Rogen movie, which I meant to look up what it was called, but if you know, you know. And my list just says the sad one, the one oh, that's about cancer. The sad one. <laughs> it's really sad. I haven't seen it, but if you know, I'm you know. I'm gonna look it up because I have a smartphone, and my smartphone can tell me. And I probably should have looked it up. Sometime before right now, but is that what that thing in your hand is right now? It has the internet. Okay, okay. Okay, Seth Rogen's sad movie. <laughs> She's gonna find it. Yeah, it's with the boy from um a oh, one hundred days of summer. I love that movie. That sounds super. It's on familiar. a different list for me. Okay. I don't I don't think I've seen it. Or maybe I have. Oh my god, none of the titles are gonna say why did I go to images? You're doing the best I'm you doing can. Doing the internet wrong. You're doing the best you absolutely can right now, okay? 50-50. Yep. 50-50 with Joseph Gordon Levitt. I do enjoy him. Yep. Wait, Here isn't is. he? He's in Snowden, right? He's I don't know. I've never seen Snowden. Am I making that up? But anyways, maybe. But if I'm making that up, please forgive. That's a drama that makes me sad and I like it. I get that. That's how (laughs) that's honestly most of the movies I like. And let's just roll into some fantasy because I feel like we're in a dark (laughs) place and I guess most of my fantasy movies are also very dark. Um I Harry Potter goes without saying within that category, of yeah, course. Yeah, they've heard. <laughs> they've heard it. Um, I put Alice in Wonderland there. Yeah. Because it is fantasy. It's very fantastical. And yeah, I just absolutely. love something like that that feels so surreal that like I'm pretending it is my reality, which also brings me to Avatar. Okay. Um, Coraline. Yep. Jumanji. <laughs> And Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> All right. I like that lineup. Um, yeah. Lennon has recently gotten very into Avatar. Nora as well. She saw. Well, she saw. She went to. um. What is it called? Oh, my gosh. I'm the Animals Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Where do they <laughs> the live? The Kingdom of the Animals. Oh, my God. I'm so bad at movies. Pa- um, Pandora. Pandora. Thank you so much. I'm so uneducated. So how can you not love Avatar after that? And she saw two seahorses at the... Um, <laughs> she saw two seahorses at the zoo doing seahorse things. And they were connected <laughs> at the bottom. And she was like, look, Mom. It's like Avatar. It They're is. connecting their ponytails. I love that. And I was like, sure, whatever. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, so we've been very into Avatar. Yep. Coraline has was kind of fell off of Lennon's radar, but yeah. we watched Coraline a You would watch amount. it. She was acting like it was totally cool. And I was like, this is a little freaky, but I like it, yeah. you know, every time. And then The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Love. And that's very nostalgic, too. Yeah. So it just feels good. And I recommend watching it with your five to seven year old because mine thought have. it was cool. I don't think we have watched it. So that's going to have to be on the lineup. That's definitely a good one. There was actually, I want to bring up one thing Luke and I did, and I use this to help me with this. So there was a time in which the time is always, but Luke and I have trouble deciding on a movie to watch when we have the energy to commit to a movie. Okay. So what we did as us being the competitive, hyper-organized weirdos that we are was that we decided categories as we did. We each wrote like two or three movies on pieces of paper. We folded them up in a jar. Oh, and you made a little like a jar. So jar. then if we needed to pick something, we picked it out of there and that was the movie. And sometimes we would pick like three and then we'd choose. But <laughs> I just thought that was something that I wanted to mention and I thought it might be something that people – 
should consider doing because sometimes you just get stuck in that scroll. Yeah. You almost always get stuck in that scroll and no one can decide. And pretty soon you're just watching all of the previews and that's yeah. your movie night. Yeah. It's 45 minutes in and one of you sleeping. Yeah. And- the and kids you're are mad. still watching previews. So the kids should have been in bed an hour ago. And you're like, you know what? Let's just call it. Let's yeah. just call it at the third time watching the Little Mermaid preview. Absolutely. So that was but just a little tip I had. I like that a lot. And I did add the Little Mermaid to my fantasy list because yes. the way that they make those, like the hair that is moving under the fictional water. Lauren loved every one of those five minutes she watched. She, she is beaming right now. She has been ever changed by the little the mermaid. merman. The merman. But the hair is absolutely insane. There's got to be a whole graphics team just for that hair. Well, I saw, and I don't know if this is the version that you bought, but I almost bought it. But I was like, we literally went to the movies and it's going to be on Disney Plus next month. Like I need to have a little bit of self-control, yeah. which I barely possess. But I saw that the version that was for sale on my TV that I don't even know what app it was it was like six hours of features and yeah. I was like you know there's some hair science in there like <laughs> absolutely and I'll YouTube it at some point I'm sure I'll get down that hole one night and the way that it starts with like all the like the moving <laughs> water but it's it's still shot so, yes. so you know how I really like this is a really big episode for me because I don't watch a lot of things no I had to dig deep inside of my little like overstimulated brain to pull out the things that I have tolerated watching. Yeah. You know, and enjoyed watching because I don't really watch things that often. Which is a hard thing to explain because people are like, we watch movies constantly. What do you do? Well, I honestly... (laughs) I watch Finding Nemo. I know everything that Mr. Ray says. (laughs) 100%. I watch a lot of TV more currently, but I found going through this list that most of the movies that I was thinking of were all from my past, almost every single one. Yeah, but when I watch something, it's it's random as shit. Yeah. Like, I'm watching right now a documentary on Netflix called The Deepest Breath. What is it about? It's about a woman <laughs> named Ale- Alessia that she died free diving, free deep diving. Is, is this the one that stayed like, underwater forever and then it was alive? I don't know. I don't know if she was alive. I haven't gotten to the end of it yet. Uh-oh. <laughs> but she like had like an event at the end of it when she was holding her breath, but you just watch them plummet into the ocean, like just free, like they follow a rope. And then at some point they're just free diving because oh. of like, I don't know. Be- we don't know the ocean that well. Remember? I wouldn't even want to. <laughs> I want to know it better, so I'm watching it, but I'm like, oh, the whole time. This is thrilling. But the way... <laughs> that's my whole that's point Lauren's here, thriller. <laughs> my whole point here about is the that ocean. it starts the same way as The Little, the little mermaid. mermaid. It's like... Oh, Are you suspecting like, some like plagiarism has free, been involved? I don't know if it's plagiarism <laughs> or perhaps like a similar team Are you of a whistleblower? <laughs> but just like free shots of the ocean that kind of look like they're frozen, but then when you really look, they're moving. And I love that vibe. And it's I love it cool. for fantasy. So. It's very fantastic. I am going to watch the other like three hours because I only watched the intro to The Little Mermaid. But I'll watch more. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. And when it comes to 90s movies. Love. Where are you at? I have a lot of 90s movies. So that's where I wrote Cruel Intentions. It's a very 90s movie. Okay. I wrote 10 Things I Hate About You. 
I wrote My Girl. Now, My Girl was a movie, a book I read very young, and it was very impactful because it gets very serious. So when I watched the movie, I also fell in love with that. Like okay. to the point where I considered naming Nora Veda, and my dad was all on board because he probably still is because <laughs> he also loved the movie. Um, I put Girl Interrupted. Oh, that's a dark one, but a good one. It's dark and good. There's a few scenes that are hard to watch, but overall, very good. Very suspenseful, very 90s. The Truman Show is one Luke and I get into that is just, it's so relative that it just feels, it feels right. I wrote, it's the right amount of Jim Carrey. It is the right amount of Jim Carrey. Um, Unlike the mask. Yeah. (laughs) Too much. (laughs) Too much much. Jim Carrey. I wrote Practical Magic too. I don't know if you're a fan of that movie, but it's kind of fantastical. We were big into Adam Sandler movies. We were big into Mary Kate and Ashley movies, and we were big into Mrs. Doubtfire. We weren't a Miss Mrs. Doubtfire um, house. We were a Doctor Doolittle house. We were that as well. But I think is that the nineties or that, is I, that I, the two thousands? If not, it's early two thousands. Okay, but so it's the same energy for nineties movies. I put Dazed and Confused. Very good. Um, because I love that one. Yep. I just absolutely love it. And then the Titanic. Because like, let's take, let's be real. People love the Titanic. It takes all of the nineties to watch the ni- <laughs> Titanic once, but you're gonna do it. Do you remember the double VHS? It takes several. Well, I already had a DVD player. I think. Oh, when okay. We got it. I don't think we ever bought the VHS. So. We had both VHS. But it was, it was multiple DVD players, which is confusing to me. Like, why could you only I put know. so... If why you, can I put so much on one disc now? But you were but you putting rocket put, ships in the air and you couldn't get this thing on one disc. <laughs> I can only put half of a movie on a disc. I have so many questions. But yeah, so that was like a big 90s movie for me. And then I just put, um, what do you call it? Julia Roberts. Yeah, Julia Roberts, period. Because my mom loved her. My mom as well. (laughs) So anything that she was in, and honestly, like, I couldn't even name everything that I've watched that she's in. But you'd know it when you saw it. I'd know it when I saw it on FX over the course of three hours and 700 (laughs) commercials. Yes, and you waited the whole time. And Julia Roberts, and I'd say Sandra Bullock, too, for my mom as well. Miss Congeniality. my dad is a major Miss Congeniality fan. What is the perfect date? It was the, <laughs> it was a great movie. And I feel like this kind of leads us into the chick flick vibe. I yeah. feel like chick flicks were very 90s, 2000s for me. I don't know. I feel oh, like absolutely. That's when I, I don't feel like I watch them as often anymore. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I don't think I watch them. them at all. No. I think, no, actually I'm lying. If I'm by myself at night, and my husband's like doing something and I really have nothing to do. Yeah. I'll put on like like I'll put on my my movie that I put there. Yeah. Coyote Ugly. Love. Coyote Ugly, I think, is such a chick flick, but also such an empowering film about yes. how you can do anything that you put your mind to. Do you know as long what, as you dance, you got to dance on a few bars. You know what I think is so in line with Coyote Ugly and in, in that little niche right there that I love? What? It's crossroads. Absolutely. It's crossroads. Just a few girls in a car trying to get to where they want to be. A young Britney (laughs) singing I love rock and roll at the bar. If you didn't I'm getting goosebumps right now. Just I might honestly the next Luke's going away for work a lot this month and I will need to find something that is streaming or I will buy it on YouTube. It's Crossroads was one of those like coyote ugly for me as well. Absolutely. And then um 
the Spice Girls movie, Spice World or whatever it was called. Definition. When they were in that bus, I just felt like I was in that bus. Yeah, you know? like, we were. We all were. And that's like also a 90s movie, chick flick, crossover. But I really enjoyed that. Who and was then, your Spice Girl? Um, I always really liked Posh, which probably might throw you off there. No, I get. I liked Baby Spice, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, I just was. I really loved them all. I was they rooting all, for them all. They were all fantastic. And when they when they when they were on that bus together, it was just it was life effortless. changing, life changing. But when I think of chick flicks, I do think of them. And then Mean Girls. Mean Girls is honestly, I would say that's like the ultimate chick flick for me. Like. And it's such a quotable movie, even still to this day. I feel like it carries such a weight. Like, I feel like at least seasonally, I make a Mean Girl reference. I went to the Broadway, like, performance with my friends. It was probably breathtaking. It was. It I was would love so that. good. I love that. I and also- it is, like, part of our, our, life, our lives and our friendship. And, like, honestly, 100%. my best friend, my best friend from high school, her mom... Her first impression of with us was that we like made a bean, uh, like a like a burn a book. burn book. We've all kind I don't of even done think our we really admitted a- that to the outside world. So sorry, guys, yeah. but we did have a burn book when we were like just becoming friends. We were like, let's shit talk everybody else. At this least seems we kept. Like at least places. we didn't paste it all over the school. <laughs> we didn't. I will stand with you and say that I've done. I've made poor choices and I've written down people's names. Okay. Yeah. If you've watched Mean Girls and you haven't made a burn book, I'm. I'm concerned for your development. Call it inspiration. <laughs> call it what you want. Um, <laughs> I also wrote 13 going on 30. That's a big one for me. I okay. grew up on. And um, Bring It On was one of those movies that I feel like I fell into for a while. Like I knew the whole opening oh, chant. Yeah. You know, like it was it was a movie of our time. Kind yes. of not as big as Mean Girls, but it was one of those that everybody saw. Absolutely. You know, so those were like the big ones on and my And then list. when you roll into like rom-coms, like yes. 50 First Dates. Oh, yes. So good. Such a sweet so spot comfy. for Adam Sandler. 10 Second Tom. It's just a, It's just a great, great movie. And then Good Luck Chuck. Good Luck Chuck. Which, also very good. I don't know if we've already canceled Dane Cook, but we'll bring him back for that with the penguins. Back then it was very good. <laughs> Um, I put Titanic under this one. It's not rom-com, but I was thinking romantic. Okay. Did you ever watch um, The Wedding Date growing up? Yes. That one was a big one for me. My friend that we used to just binge watch everything, I've mentioned her multiple times. That was a big one for us. The guy had like a lip scar that we were very into. (laughs) Um, Pride and Prejudice is one of my favorite romantic movies to watch. Okay. And if I want to cry, it's going to be a walk to remember or P.S. I Love You. P.S. I Love You is a very touching film. And it's beautiful. Absolutely. It's like, I haven't watched in a long time, but doesn't it film a lot in Ireland? So it's very green and like yep. bright and beautiful. Yep. And I also love um, a similar film for that reason, The Holiday. Oh, so it's good. It's filmed overseas and yes. it's very beautiful. It's very and beautiful. Jack Black plays like a charming rom- little man in it. Yeah. So those are all good things. And then if I'm thinking of more rom-com than romantic... These movies are so simple, but they're ones that like I do find comfy. They're kind of similar, crazy, stupid love, and he's just not that into you. They're very like the rom com line, okay. and they had like they they were those movies that would come out with all the big actors, yep. you know, and they would switch through different lives, and they were just good TV at the time. So I just find them still super comfy. Okay, yeah, I love um One Hundred Days of Summer. Yes, which I just mentioned has. Joseph, 
What's his Gordon name? Gordon Levitt. Was yep. it him? Yep. Has him and Zoe Deschanel. It was like her her big first thing that she did. And um, one of my best friends. Apparently, Amanda's who makes me watch movies. Because yes. I, I have a movie person her. too. Um, but her, my best friend, her younger sister, like she also was loved this actress and the movie. And she found us to go see the ticket. She found us tickets to go see the movie in this like small church and like hell if I even know where it was because <laughs> it was like a Sundance film. And we went and saw it in like this small church and I always remember on like a beautiful projector screen and I always remember that part about the movie. But you would love that movie. I'll have to watch 100 it. 100 Days of Summer. It's so good. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. It's an independent film, an indie it film. It sounds so very... It's a little fa- different. But it but sounds super familiar. But I don't know. For some reason, I'm just not remembering it. I'll have to go look at it when I get home. So I do like those like tasteful um, rom-coms. But then like I would also put like Knocked Up as a rom-com. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, so what? On. It leads more into comedy. It's still kind of romantic. It's like I was Googling murder. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? What I just love, you? like, that's such a quotable movie. But then we also talked about comedies, just straight up comedies. This is the genre I look towards. Yeah. I want to laugh. Yeah. Drama, thrilling, action, leave it at home. Like, yeah. I want to relax and I want to laugh. Mm-hmm. I don't even particularly want to fall in love. No. I already did that. Yeah, you're just trying to smile. I just want to smile and laugh (laughs) and forget that life is hard for a minute. A hundred percent. So yeah, so this was the one that spoke to my soul. So what'd you put? Um, Well, I I feel like I'm stuck in a very particular like time frame and none of them are like really new comedies, you know? Is it like everything with Seth Rogen? Because I hope so. It's like in (laughs) all in that genre, like I have Anchorman there. I feel okay. like in like high school and late middle school, everybody was like quoting Will Ferrell. Everybody yeah. was doing the impersonations of all of those movies. Yeah. And Anchorman, Step Brothers, Dodgeball, I definitely enjoyed those, like that little category. Um, I also very much enjoyed Wedding Crashers growing up. Okay. It was something I watched a lot Where of. Vince Vaughn gal. I guess I was. <laughs> Um, Meet the Parents, I also put there. Yep. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I absolutely <sighs> love that, that movie. That movie is so funny. It's so good, and I feel like it's underrated. Like Absolutely. I, that was one of those ones that I would just let loop. Um, and if I'm going like raunchy comedy, because that was a lot of the 90s and 2000s, I'm thinking like American Pies and like Road Trip, like okay. those kind of movies, you know, okay. those yeah. are, they might not be funny if they were made now, but they were funny then. So they're <laughs> still funny now. I get that. Yeah. I understand that completely. Yeah. I put Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Um, I also put Knocked Up. Yeah. I put, also put anything with Seth Rogen, like Pineapple Express. Yeah. Super Bad, which I think he was only like a cop in. Neighbors. Yeah. Neighbors was so funny, like as he got older. Right. Um, but yeah, I put anything with him. Yes. Um, I also put anything with Adam Sandler because I like... I should have wrote that, but old Adam Sandler. Yeah. Mr. Big Deeds, Daddy. Big Daddy. Like those ones, that's Billy something Madison. I grew up on and like I loved. I just thought was like. We were an Adam Sandler home. Yeah. We weren't really a Will Ferrell home. Like I did like dodgeball and stuff, but like, I don't know. His comedy didn't land as hard for me as like Adam Sandler, Seth Rogen. I did love Vince Vaughn. I totally get that. My dad was not a Will Ferrell guy. 
he was very much an Adam Sandler guy. Yeah. So I feel like that's my family comedy. And then I feel like being around the people you hang out with in like high school and stuff brought me to like the Will Ferrell genre. Yeah. And, now and you- all those people <laughs> that fall within there, Paul Rudd and whoever. Paul Rudd. You know. I love you, man. I love you, Paul Rudd. <laughs> love you. I love you, man. It's just so good. Yeah. Like, such a good movie. Um, and then, you know what other movie I'm thinking of right now, but I can't think of? Uh, the Breakup Kid. Breakup Kid? The one. Heartbreak Kid? The Break... <sighs> I have a phone with the internet, but I don't want to keep... I think it was called The Breakup Kid. Do what you it was with Adam do. Sandler, and he ended up finding out that the girl was crazy, but they had already gotten married. Maybe it's The Heartbreak Kid. See, I watch a lot of older Adam Sandler. That's like who we would have in our camper. Oh, it's not Adam, Adam Sandler at all. It's actually it? our friend from um, Meet the Meet the Parents. Oh, um, Ben Stiller. It's Ben Stiller. I love Ben Stiller <laughs> ben as Stiller, well. Ben Stiller, Adam Sandler. Which along I dress came more Polly. like one of them than the other at this point. A hundred percent. And Ben Stiller, I didn't write down i don't think his name he's in dodgeball i'm pretty sure but i anything with him made me laugh most nine times out yeah of there was a real like gang of of comedy in our yeah. earlier times but yeah now when we watch a silly movie i feel like i don't um it doesn't like res like they're funny but i'm not yeah, like I'm like not, you said it's such a luxury now we're just like oh scroll to the I next know. one and it's not even like i don't even know if our movies were way I think they were funnier maybe that's just me feeling that way or if it's just where we were at when we watched them and so they still feel good yeah but like I have a really hard time with new movies so pretty much if you're looking for new movie recommendations, don't come to Lauren and I. We're, we're <laughs> we going don't know back. anything. If you want to know something about a movie from 2002, welcome to our podcast. Yeah, you've come to the right place. <laughs> oh, when it comes to animated films, yeah. I could go on for days. I know. I didn't even write anything because I feel like we were talking about all those Disney movies. Like- yeah, one that I feel like does not get enough grace, and we talked about this the other day, yeah. is... Um, the movie Inside Out. I completely agree. And now I feel like the new one, Elemental, is kind of getting the same treatment. Yeah, just because Ariel made her big hair her debut. Her big splash. <laughs> her big splash. That hair looks good, girl. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean that, you know, a movie about elements or feelings should go wayside. But Inside Out. That's my campaign for Inside Out. Inside Out could get the whole category for animated films, honestly. Like, it was a movie that, like, as a grown adult without children, at this point my husband went out and got me the dvd because disney plus didn't exist and i i needed to keep watching it yeah and another one that lives in that realm for me is onward i don't know if you've seen that one. i have that's a really good for like the newer movies that's a very good underrated movie and i don't know what happened to it i don't know who rained on its parade but it is a good movie and it's one that we play around my house i feel like the non-musical movies like a Wreck-It Ralph isn't super musical. Like, I feel like they kind of slip under the radar a little bit to, like, a Frozen, you know, or a Moana or something like that that has, like, the soundtrack. That's absolutely true. You know? They plant the seed with the soundtrack. Speaking of soundtracks, are you... I feel like you are a musical girl. I was in musicals. Yeah. So I was... I you, love a musical. Tell me about musicals, because I don't know if my stuff are real 
good musicals. I feel like you're going to have more like refined musicals than (laughs) my taste. Not really. You know? I loved Hamilton. Yeah. I would love to see Hamilton in real life. Wicked was a beautiful Broadway production Mm -hmm. that my best friend brought me to. I think she's just like, you get, she's exposing you. Yeah. It's called exposure therapy. (laughs) The more I talk about (laughs) film, I'm like, she was always there when I went and saw it in person. (laughs) Where me and my movie friend would 100% be my friend Courtney. And I'm going to say her name now because you said Amanda and now I just feel like I'm saying it we were so the opposite we didn't turn the screen off like we fell asleep to the animated Alice in Wonderland just on loop and we're like ah what a lovely lullaby no she would bring me to experience new cinema yes. so we saw Wicked on Broadway I that was that. amazing but Rent I knew you were gonna Rent say Rent is my musical yes and let me tell you uh, we had <laughs> Elsa first yeah Ooh. and like that whole soundtrack just hits like the whole premise just hits the campaigns around it like that was just my musical did your school do I feel like every school did the music from Ren at some point because I know we did no we didn't whoa I have I have a lot you of bones to feelings. pick with my theater company I my time and I feel as though it you're was due compensation. Yeah, <laughs> I feel as though it could have been way different. Yeah. Um, but given the politics, it yeah. was not. Um, and we did a lot of the same old, same old. But um, but yeah. And then another great one with a great storyline is also Hairspray, mm-hmm. which I feel like is a um, a high school favorite. I do love, but hairspray. it's also about like segregation and yeah. it has a good underlying it's like message. Bright and poppy, but then there's like some really serious shit going on in Hairspray. Yeah, which it's is like, very cool. It's like in your face. You're like, like it's not just Zac Efron being handsome. Like there's more to it's this a stand movie. against racism <laughs> yeah. and segregation. And you're yeah. like hell yeah, yeah. Queen Latifah's there too. Really good movie. I love everything about it, and we watched that in high school like so many times because I was in cosmetology and apparently it was relevant it felt on to brand. my teaching. They're like, look at how much hairspray they have. <laughs> so we watched it a few times. But yes, Rent will always stand. Uh, stand alone. Yeah, on its own little shelf for me. I love that. And Grease is another great musical. I completely agree. That's one me and my mom grew up watching. So that's one for me for sure. Can yeah. recite every word to every song from Grease. And when you think of classics, like Fiddler on the Roof is good. That one's very sentimental to me because my grandpa absolutely loved the, he loved Fiddler on the Roof, but he loved the music and he had a cute little boombox in his little apartment off of my mom's house where he would just play. <laughs> and his actually, him and my mom, they danced to... Um, sunrise sunset from that which is very sweet um (laughs) when I think of musicals (laughs) I had to think this one was allowed just because of the title I'm a big high school musical girl (laughs) it is a musical (laughs) it is and I feel like it made like musicals a little more mainstream and cool yeah. to people because everybody was pretty into the movie. Yeah, it wasn't in time to help me and no, my coolness. But, but good for the future. And now future. everybody has like high school musical, the musical, the series Thank to live you, Zach off Efron. of. We owe him so much. We um, so Zach Efron could run. That's right. I wrote Into the Woods. I was very into that. Okay. Super dark as usual and very comforting. Um, I love the greatest showman i think that's like a good movie and then this is also super liberal but i was asking luke and he was like you love pitch perfect and i was like i find pitch perfect very comfy it's one of like the later comedies that i still enjoy and 
I mean, they're an acapella group, so I'm considering it a musical. I'll have you know that um, my husband and I, on one of our early dates, we went to see Pitch Perfect Did 2, you really? I think. 2015, 2014. Yeah, we went and saw it. It was very good. And I, I do that. like Pitch Perfect because it's, it's silly. It's silly. And, and I love Adam one. Devine, actually. He's like... Um, I love him from Workaholics, but just in general, <laughs> I and love Workaholics. I love Workaholics. We'll have to do a TV show episode. We'll give we'll give Lauren lots of time to <laughs> think and prepare. But um, me Months. and Luke went to go see him do stand up once in Boston, and it was very cool. Yeah, yeah, he's so funny. I he love is, him. and he's super cute, and I just love everything about him. Yes, and when it comes to Movies that we have no business loving. No business. <laughs> no business at all. I feel like most of the movies I like, I have no I business liking. I felt that way. I just took a few of them and put them down there because I'm like, I'll put you I'd here. like to rewind to our last segment, though. Rewind, rewind, yes. rewind. Yes. Matilda the musical. So good. She didn't get the... The dazzle she deserved. I love that movie. I recommend it to anyone that has Nora a children. Nora is also that a... That has a children. That has a child. Child to children. Both Matildas are so good. Nora watched them both this year and has fallen into a, a love of them. She went on a big kick of just watching the new Matilda, which, might we add, kind of resembles your daughter. <laughs> For real. For real. Like, Lauren Multiple is like, is that, is that my child up there? I've seen it and said it. That yeah. are like, that girl looks like your kid. That girl with a little accent looks like absolutely wild does and she's super cute so (laughs) we're doing birthday parties matilda so yes back to what you have no no business business. watching what don't you have any business watching i don't have any business watching blow um (laughs) (laughs) i shouldn't okay (laughs) i shouldn't watch it but you know johnny depp's in there doing his thing and while I'm at it, also Black Mass, because also Johnny Depp, I have no business watching these like weird ass movies so much, but here I am. <laughs> what do you have no business watching? The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> no business. Like, it's so long. I've already How? seen it. How do they get you? I watch mob movies sometimes. I mean, that's Black Mass for you. Because that's the same energy. Love. <laughs> they do have nostalgia to me because my dad did like mob movies. Yeah. You know, he liked them. And that's why I like like a, um, I also like like a Boston crime movie for some reason. Like, no business. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. He's there. a fighter on the streets. You know Ben Affleck he's a showing up. Cop. <laughs> ben Affleck's handsome, but he's real, real bad, and you shouldn't fall in love with him. <laughs> Anything where Mark Wahlberg is a crooked cop or a I'm professional boxer, I'm, I'm probably gonna watch it. it. But I have no business. Or like a really strong backstory about baseball, but like there's other <laughs> like camaraderie. angels in the outfield. Or angels <laughs> in the outfield. No business. Sandlot. I probably have no business. Luke has too it. much business with it so I can't put that on my list. I don't even think I cared about Sandlot when I was little. No. Well it was Luke's whole childhood. But yeah I have no (laughs) business watching movies like that but I will sometimes. I have no business watching A Few Good Men. I feel like that's probably my version of The Godfather but I've seen it so many times the corruption is just heartwarming to me. Marley and Me. I have no business watching that. I know it's gonna be sad. You put that on and you're like no business Lauren. My sister's keeper like what do you want to just shut up. Yeah, you sicko. You didn't even want to have a good time. I'm just going to say this for, for this movie, and I have to rewatch it to confirm, but I just feel like at this point in time, I probably have no business rewatching Napoleon Dynamite. 
Yeah, no, I but don't I think so. But I feel like I need closure. Like, I need to know how bad it was and be like, Steph, why were you watching this so much? Because everybody said it was cool. <laughs> Everyone said it Tina, was funny. Tina, you fat lard. Like, People why do- still quote it. I know. I like, you know, I like the people still quote it, but it's definitely probably does not stand the test of time like people absolutely say Absolutely not. And I will say that like for how much I watch them, I have absolutely no business watching Jackass, all of them, <laughs> for as much as I do. No business. I love that for you, though. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you that you're watching that. I have no business watching it either. No, but here <laughs> I am just loving it. <sighs> so... We thought we would, as we do, throw in a couple little games. Because <laughs> you can't guys, get away from the game. You guys want more. <laughs> we're like, we're going to play a game. One thing about us, we're going to play a game now. That's what I'm saying. We've gotten a taste of the games, and now they're just loosely at the end of every episode. Absolutely. Until somebody shuts us down. Until someone truthfully files a complaint. And you know what? It's all a tactic because you would have to review us. Yeah, to, to put so a do it. Leave five stars and say whatever you want. Say less games yes. or more games. But we're we don't know. We don't know. Until you stop us, we're going to keep doing it. So the first game. <laughs> FMK. Always. Yeah, this is just our new thing. Yeah. So, you, so you've been structuring the episodes um, when we're doing the more, like our more structured episodes. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Probably because I'm in bits and pieces most you of the are. time. <laughs> and because I enjoy being in control of things. So it's really just a match made in heaven. Which is so funny because you and my husband are the same way. And I'm like, this is the type. My best friends brought me to every movie yeah. I've ever been to. You're, Lauren is quite literally along for the ride. <laughs> and I think that's why I'm such a chameleon of a person. Because yeah. I'm like, look at this person. You're like, what a good life they I'm wanna, living. They want to do They're this They're bringing with me, me in such great places. Why? Why must I change what is not broken? <laughs> so I really do like that you've been doing this. Yes. But you do you do leave it a little open for me sometimes. And you just put actors or movie edition. Yeah, because but you put or you didn't even put and because if didn't you put even. and I would have made a bunch. You would have done both. You put or I only did one. That's fine. It was a very literal or. So and this I is like FMK. We love FMK because actors it's so silly to edition. do this category, but it lands. Like it lands with us, and that's what matters. Yeah, and I find myself in my head all the time like picking between things that I probably don't even have to pick between. Absolutely, but we're gonna. Yeah. So if you're FMK, F Mary Kill, you've got the Chamber of Secrets. Okay. You've got Fight Club and you've got Finding Nemo. Come on. Do it. You're mean. You're do you, I need to bring up previous what you've you've <laughs> literally you've done brought my husband this episode against is like my an celebrity episode my celebrity crushes. This, so this who episode are, is my intervention. Who are you killing? Um I'm gonna kill <sighs> I know. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna kill I'm gonna kill the Chamber of Secrets, I guess. You gotta do whatever you feel right with. And then I'm gonna marry Nemo and of I'm course. gonna F Fight, Fight Club. Club. Every time. Every time. So for me, I went actors. Go for it. You went the or movie. I have a couple options. So if you of want course you do. If you want another one, I have it for you. So I said Leonardo DiCaprio, mm -hmm. Steve Carell, okay. and Morgan Freeman. Okay, I'm sorry, Morgan, <laughs> but you're going to have to die. I just felt like it was really mean to kill Morgan Freeman. But then I'm like, not saying it isn't. <laughs> I'm not saying it isn't. He's and then it's, it's Leo and Steve. 
<laughs> is that who I have left? Yeah. So I'm going to marry Steve Carell. Okay. And I'm too old to marry Leonardo DiCaprio because he only dates 23-year-olds. He'd never marry you. So just F Leo. I was just thinking about how well like Steve Carell really aged. I would marry him in a heartbeat if I weren't already. <laughs> yeah. And what's that movie about the end of the world? Is it called This Is The End? Not This, Something this like Is The that. End is hilarious. Yeah, I think that that's, is the name of it. No, This Is The End is the one with... Um, well, that's the name of a movie. With James Franco. Oh, you're comedy, right. right. You're right, you're right. So whatever the Steve Carell, not comedy, comedy, but like also rom-com yes. version of that was, it was funny. Bravo. And he looked handsome in it the whole time. Well, now I feel like I'm going to give you a person one because I had one written down. Whatever. I could okay. probably off the cuff give you a movie one. We're going with some old school actresses. We've got Lindsay Lohan. Okay. Hillary Duff and Amanda Bynes. Back in that time frame, I'll say. I'm going to kill Amanda Bynes. I felt like she was an easy kill. She was. But the Amanda show, the Amanda show. We're not mad about did it. Did what it did. When we needed it. Amanda, please. Yeah, it's is not a good one. It's not going to do it now, but it did it then. <laughs> um, Hillary Duff, I'm going to marry. Mm-hmm. I think she makes the most pers- the most sense to marry. Yeah, that's fair. And then Lindsay Lohan, I guess, is the F. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's a good. I one. think that's a great choice. Thank you. Should we move on to our Would You Rather? <laughs> like you're not doing a movie one. I had a We've third one, but on. I had a you third had a one. third one. I'm gonna leave. You're her gonna out. put or, and then you have three of them. I had a lot of things coming in my mind about two hours ago. <laughs> I'm making the next one, and I'm yeah. gonna be vague and <laughs> ominous. <laughs> I'm an open-ended gal. So, Would You Rather? Movie edition. Mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller's Day Off or okay. The Breakfast Club? Oh, I think I would rather The Breakfast Club. Okay. I think I would rather, and I enjoy both movies very much so. Yeah. But like, I feel like I have an extra soft spot for The Breakfast Club. Okay. You know, That's it's fair. just such a great movie. That's fair. I think I've actually seen Ferris Bueller more. Fair enough. But I do enjoy The Breakfast Club. Yeah. And I feel like The Breakfast Club aged better. It did, They yeah. both aged well. Both great movies. And I feel like you could throw in, what was that time traveling one? We didn't mention it with Marty McFly. Back to the Future. Back to the Future. I'd say throw that into a category that fits. I want to throw it in there. And 16 Candles. It's in 16 Candles. We're just going to keep listing movies that we remember <laughs> this right This isn't now. even Would You Rather this anymore. This is a stream of consciousness. I'm reverting. <laughs> I'm reverting back to the movies are getting older. <laughs> okay, are you ready for a super specific would you rather? Fine. There's plot lines involved. Oh my God. <laughs> would you rather find out your parents have been lying to you your whole life and you actually have a twin living in another country? That's or, what Lennon picks. You know, or find out your divorced father has been dressing up as an old lady in order to be your babysitter and your mom has no idea. It's trauma on both ends. Which one are you picking? <laughs> Which, like, <laughs> that is the precedence of those movies. Like, those were childhood trauma for those kids, but. Yeah, I'm just calling for us, it. For, it was a cute little anecdote. I'm calling it what it is. I'm going to say I want to find my twin. Because at least you get a sister out of it. Yeah, and why, Dad, that'd be weird. Dad, just come visit. <laughs> yeah. Go to court like yeah. a normal person. I Fight remember your there rights. was a part that, like, he couldn't for yeah. some reason, Fine. right? Fine. I'm just yeah. saying there are it was some... probably COVID. You couldn't some, get a court date. <laughs> there's some... Um, no disrespect on Rob Williams, but there are some big old plot holes there. 
so my next one was was Rob Williams based. It was okay. Mrs. Doubtfire or Flubber. Oh. Um both good movies. I think um, Mrs. Doubtfire was definitely more present in my life, although the flubber dancing in the bathroom, like, deserves an award. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to pick Mrs. Doubtfire, even though I really am bothered by everything that it's about, just because I'm picturing, like, the pots cans on her, like, (laughs) boobs, and she's like, hello, and all of that, and I kind of love that. (laughs) I love that. Okay. I'm going super specific for this one again because this is where I was. Okay. You're stuck in Ashcliff Hospital of Shutter Island for one week. Come on. Whatever. Or you have choices. Or you have to perform 10 of the stunts of your choosing from the Jackass movies over the course of a week. I guess I do the jackass ones. Okay, there's some that aren't that bad. Yeah, I could get a bad tattoo. I can't yeah. go to a mental hospital. Would you take like a scorpion bite? They would truly believe I belonged there. Yeah, because... they'd be like, she actually, <laughs> like, she's actually we're gonna fantastic. Keep her. Yeah, we're gonna keep her. They've only had one girl. They could definitely use you. Yeah, they're like, she's so good at checkers now. Yeah, we put her by the window. <laughs> but this was fun, and I feel like now I've thought of so Wait, many. Wait, I movies. had one more. I came what? a little bit more prepared with that one. Okay, well, maybe had, I'll bring out rather, another F. Mary Kill. <laughs> I had Would You Rather the Flintstones movie. Oh, okay. Remember the, the live-action Flintstones movie? Vaguely. <laughs> but give it to me. It was a part of my life. Give it to me. Or Gremlins. Gremlins. Gremlins scared me. Gremlins is a horror movie, despite what the just, critics say. So I would think I was just really using that one to feel out whether or not you were scared of Gremlins. I had like the Gizmo Furby, like whatever that was. There was a Furby edition that came out, but it was Gizmo, which was like the cute little one. Okay. And But when they got wet or whatever, was it when they got wet or something? I think so. For In my mind, like Gremlins and Flubber crossed wires somewhere and I never watched either of them. <laughs> and it's just one like, Only Dr. Movie. Doolittle for me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that for you. This has been fun. Thanks for listening to Stay Rooted with your instant mom friends, Stephanie and Lauren. We're hosting the mom support group you'd never attend IRL. Let's DIY our way through parenting and grow together in this wild, wild world. And remember... We're rooting for you. Yeah, but when I watch something, it's it's random as shit. Yeah. Like, I'm watching right now a documentary on Netflix called The Deepest Breath. What is it about? It's about a <laughs> woman named Ale- Alessia that she died free diving, free deep diving. Is, is this the one that stayed like, underwater forever and then was alive? I don't know. I don't know if she was alive. I haven't gotten to the end of it yet. Uh-oh. Maybe she <laughs> did.